0: Hi there. Welcome to the Lisi and Laura Show. I'm Laura. And I'm Lisi. And we just want to welcome you in to another evening of open discussion. And I just want to tell our audience how thankful we are um, for you tuning in. We, we really look forward to coming together on the weekend um, and having these discussions. And, um, it just, it really lifts our spirit. I know it does mine. Oh, me too. Um, I know when, before we started, I was so tired, but I feel like I'm alive. I'm alive! (laughs) So, I think tonight we're going to talk a little bit about distraction. And, um, I know we all have distractions in our lives, you know, whether it's, I don't know, the washers breaking down, or, you know, car repairs, or overdue bills, or you know, sometimes it's simple things like a door opening when you're trying to do a podcast, (laughs) you know? There's just so many distractions in life. But, kind of wanted to get in and um, talk about, tonight we're in uh, 1 Samuel uh, 24 and it's all about David and his men whom Elisa and I were discussing. He had about 600 men with him and they're all hiding out in this cave. And now, as some of you may know david was called by god he this young boy was soon going to be a king over all of israel and um he's hiding out in this cave though because saul the present king you know wants to kill him he really wants to take his life and uh so saul and all his men i think were about three thousand i think there were of the israelites he gathered together so Here's Saul, vast army, out blazing the trail looking for David. And all of a sudden, Saul needs to, they say, relieve himself. (laughs) So (laughs) he happens past this sheep pen, and there's a cave behind it. Well, it says he goes in to relieve himself. Little does he know, David and his men are all hanging out in this cave. They're, you know, in the back of this cave hanging out. And so you want to talk about distractions, okay? So here's Saul relieving himself, and then you have David and his men behind, and the men are going, "Hey, yeah, oh, you know, we're gonna do it. Here he is. him yeah. get him. <laughs> here's yeah. the promise. You know, here's the promise to be fulfilled." And so I just I want to read this part. Um, what David's men said exactly? So they said to him, "Look, this is the day the Lord told you about." I will hand your enemy over to you so you can do to him whatever you desire. Then David got up and secretly cut off the corner of Saul's robe. And so you want to talk about distraction. I can't imagine what David was thinking, like, in the moment. Like, was it, there's my destiny, mwahaha, now's my chance, you know? And then you have all this background noise, you know, all these big guys, you know, threatening hey, this is your chance. Take it and do what you want to do with him. And by the way, nowhere did the Lord tell David, you know, I'm going to give you Saul and you could do what you want with him. God nowhere told him that. So that's these distractions in the background, you know, trying to set him up. And I love it. It says David went up, cut off the corner of his robe, Saul's robe, and immediately regretted it. Mm. Immediately regretted it. Um, and so Saul finishes up his business and, you know, happens out of the cave and David runs out after him, you know, and he, you know, tells him to stop and he, it says he bows down to pay homage to his king, but he shows him that piece of robe. Like, look, I could have, I could have killed you and there's nothing you could have been, you know, done about it. You were in the most vulnerable position possible. Mm -hmm. I can't think of it. Any more of a vulnerable uh, me, no, there isn't <laughs> position right, and um, but you know, instead of David listening to what was going on in his background, he kept his faith and his eye on the Lord. You know, like we're called to do things in life, and but it has to be done in God's timing. Absolutely, you know, we really need to wait and listen for that call from the Lord, you know, because I know with my distractions, you know, I've been set up by the enemy a thousand times, you know, and thought I was doing the Lord's will, but, you know, later on come to find out it was my will, and it was a disaster, you know, so I wonder if David would have went through with it at the time, listening to those distractions in the background, you know, would it have been a disaster? I mean, the Lord's plan... His word doesn't come back void, it, you know. No, no. If he says it, it's going to happen. But I wonder how many times do we delay the process. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, think about the, the Israelites in the, in the desert. Oh. Trying to cross the desert. What was it? An 11-day journey?
1: Something like that. You yeah. know?
0: And, no. They they turned an 11-day journey into a 40-year process. You know what I mean? Because they were distracted by little and things. And they wanted it
1: their way. Oh, It was my way, and we want it done like this. Yeah. And and then there's some point, you know, this isn't what I know. Yeah. Wait a minute. This isn't what I know. But what you know was bondage. Oh. So you would prefer bondage and false god over the one true god who showed you his might multiple ways. Oh. By bringing
0: you out of the bondage? Just that simple act of
1: all that, let alone... If you take one segment, and even the journey showed the mighty hand of God, and yet they wanted to do this a certain way, and they weren't waiting for the kingly way, for the king response.
0: Amen. Oh, that's huge, Elisa. You know, I used to get so mad when I'd read about the Israelites. <laughs> I would get so mad at them. I'm like, what else do What's you need? It? Yes! I'm like, you know, I mean, he's literally raining down manna. He's, he's swarms of quail. You, oh, he says, oh, you want meat? I'll give you yeah, meat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Eat it till you're sick. You know, I mean, just, you know, smoke by day, pillar of fire, fire by, by night. night you know so they were bitten by snakes he held up the staff they were
1: healed when they looked upon it yeah water from the rock I mean what else do you need but how often oh you know you can say that and then you have your own life bingo and if someone were reading your life oh bingo they could look back and go what else do you need <laughs> right. what are that you doing so true. wait
0: on the lord that is so true if people were reading our life would they say that oh that is so yes i know f- i can say that about my own life and that uh, that's where i, where I was kind of going with this is that I used to get so mad at the Israelites. And I'm like, are you people that dense? I mean, he's brought you out of this miserable captivity. You know, what was it? More brick, less straw. More brick, less straw. More brick, less... You know, your job was made harder and harder and harder. And your hours were stretched. And, you know, the pay was bare bones minimum, you know. And... All you did was complain. So God says, Okay, I'm going to get you out of there. He gets you out of there, and all you do is complain. And you left with the spoils of
1: Egypt. Oh, yeah. And then you took the spoils and said, Hey, make us a God because Moses is up there for far too long for my <laughs> comfortability. Let's worship what we know. Right? Versus the living God. Let's worship this false idol fashioned by hand.
0: Oh, my gosh. And so when I examine my own life, how many golden calves have I made?
1: With the spoils oh. of Egypt. Oh. Like that just kind of today, this moment, today years old as they say, yeah. hit me. Like I haven't even grasped that, but with the spoils Let they created.
0: Let that sink in the blessings that god i mean you're alive right you're breathing today right you you had food in your belly hopefully you know you got a roof over your head um you have your family you know most of us you know and that's not enough why is that you know why do we have this i'm gonna tell you why because there's only one possible thing to fill all those voids in your life you know all those things are temporal you know your job your social security you know um your home the your bank account all that can be wiped away in a second what are you going to be left with you know what will become your jehovah jireh you know and there's only one there's only one thing that can fill those spaces in every crack and corner and crevice you know in your soul in your spirit and that's the living god you know and i love that saying where it talks about you know being a cracked pot yeah i'm a cracked <laughs> pot yeah. i am definitely a cracked pot but that's because when the holy spirit fills me up it comes out it can flow out you know if i was a sealed pot with a lid and nothing could get out i'm not going to regenerate what i've been given you know mm-hmm. pour it all for myself and
1: nothing else can get in
0: amen Amen. That's a So really when you're empty,
1: you're empty. You pour yourself out, you're done. You need to have a port to go in. Amen.
0: Kind of like a strawberry pot. I like the strawberry mm. pots that have the several different holes, right. you know. There's different avenues where God can pour in. And we need to be like those strawberry pots, you know. We need to be more open to the Holy Spirit and, you know, allow Him to just, like you just said, fill you up. So he can pour you out to fill you up, to pour you out. You know, it's just this, this cycle, you know. But a lot of times I find myself, you know, I have a like a trust issue, you know. Like, okay, I'm going to give my last dollar away, but are you really going to give me, you know, seven or a hundred times, you know, to replace it, you know. And so every time that I have tested that theory per se, God is always... He's, always, he's not failed me yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I lose a client in business. And you know what my confession always was? That's okay, because every time I lose a client, God will bring me two or three more. And I've been in business for over 20 years. Every time I've lost a client, He has replaced them with two or three more. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never failed. It's And it's mind-blowing to me, you mm-hmm. know. But I could have very easily gotten distracted, you know, and let the enemy... You know, what are you gonna do? You lot there's you know, there's another client gone, you know. Um, could have listened to those distractions in my life, you know, but God says, My sheep know my voice. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I mean you really gotta train yourself, quiet yourself and really listen. As Lisey always says, I've said it before, put on your lammy ears okay and really tune into what god is saying and then trust that and i think what's hardest for most people and i know it has been for myself is what you hit on earlier the timing like the burger king saying uh i want it my way and i want it right away you know but god's timing is perfect so why don't we trust that you know that's deep and something I think we really mm-hmm. you know that'd be something good to kind of sit and soak in for a while Absolutely. you know God yes. says seek my face seek my kingdom first and my righteousness mm-hmm. and then these things will be added to you you Absolutely. know so I try to maybe sometimes take on the attitude am I seeking after my own kingdom or am mm-hmm. I looking after God's kingdom you know right now And
1: I think we get to this place where like like the Israelites, it has to be done this way. Because that perseverance that's developed in us during trials is during trials. Um, that's good. So often these words were like, yeah, I want that. Okay. And that comes about through the trial. Like we were saying, testimony comes from trials. Amen. The triumphing of those trials when you're empty of yourself, then God. Amen. I've come to the end of myself. Good. Then God.
0: Amen. But
1: to come there isn't easy. So that is where your relationship and where those lammy ears, but lammy ears are often developed during that trial. Amen. So your focus mm. and focus is important.
0: When I say this, tell me what you think of. They overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. What does that mean to you? Say it again. They overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony.
1: The testimony comes because of the blood. Mm. The, tri- the, the triumph Comes because of the blood, amen. And then from that is the word, the victory, the victory, amen. absolutely the triumph, the victory. Amen. It comes mm-hmm.
0: through the blood, you know. You let you take it to the cross. Everything has to go through the cross. It all has to go through the cross. I want you guys to to really think about that. Christ took it all upon himself. He, he suffered everything. Everything on earth was cast upon him. He suffered it. The blood of the lamb, it has to go through that blood, and then you get the word of your testimony through that. And it's like you were saying, that perseverance through that trial, through that storm, whatever the troubles or worries you have, through that, God is building up a testimony in you. And why does he do that, Elisa? Why do you think he does that? To For us to be set free, to set others free. Mm.
1: It's the strawberry pot. Mm. It isn't so that we can be filled and it stops. It It's the the blood, the word of your testimony is what brings others to a healing and victorious knowledge of Christ. Mm -hmm. In this day and age, more than anything, people have been shaken to their core, just like you were saying. You know, health, family, uh, places Mm -hmm. of your dwelling, Mm -hmm. your job. I cannot think of, there's probably other times, but in my timeline, I can think of no other time has there been, in my timeline, such a shaking of foundations of so many people and so many people were like okay where's my calf mm. build the calf oh. i need something to worship because um i have nothing you have everything by the blood of the lamb mm-hmm. if you don't have the blood then you are like a foolish man tossed to and fro in the waves
0: Amen. Preach it, sister.
1: Amen. and all the christians were too mm-hmm. and where we we can build each other up by the oh. word of their testimony and there's times where we can Um, build our our brother and sister up and say, okay, but remember Laura, when you had that incident after you were with cancer, you had cancer treatments and you were so ill and you were in the hospital Mm. and we all came Mm -hmm. and I remember my little girl was in a baby carrier. Mm -hmm. She, I don't even know how many months ago. I want to say it was November. So she, I I just want to say it was November. It wasn't quite winter or somewhere in that thing. And I remember how you were very ill. They were very concerned about Mm -hmm. your well being and we all came together and prayed for you. Amen. That's a milestone in my life a memory of your testimony amen. that spoke to me. So our testimony is not a stagnant pond. Oh, amen. You know, it's going to flow through others. It's that strawberry pot. So those distractions that we were talking about can not only keep us bound, but there are there's our nation. Oh. Our nation or those around us can be affected when we are um not um when we're not living where we should be not allowing the kingly way. Amen. And when you say nation,
0: you're talking neighbors. Absolutely. You're talking the bank teller, the grocery whoever clerk, whoever you come in contact with. Absolutely.
1: Your children, everyday mundane things that you think are you know, not really just not important. Mm. Those are when we're being watched the most. Mm. And those little lessons are what Jesus used often to teach. Yeah. Those everyday things Every day. are what oftentimes brings us bring us to a healing or victorious knowledge of Christ in a dimension that we may not have had before. No. So those lamy ears are being developed through the trial. And, you know, get me out of this, get me out of this. And I, that's often me. I'm thinking, okay, well, I can't wait for this to be over. And, you know, it's really challenging for me to...
0: Sit in it. Mm. When it's myself. Mm. Like very David, challenging. Like David sitting in that cave. You know, waiting for God's timing when to come out. The
1: palpable tent the tension must have been palpable. Okay. 600 men were lined in the wall. How could he have not even felt the presence of that multitude? And those were not Weekly men. We we will one day talk about the mighty men of David. Mm. They were lining. You had Chuck Norris, Jet Lee. Oh, yeah. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. You (laughs) had that type of person, persons in that cave. How he did not see them. He must have been so focused on, you know, avoiding himself that he Mm. wasn't paying attention. And there they are. You know, I can't. You know how hard it was for us earlier to have a podcast. Yeah, someone clearing their throat, a dog whining, a door shutting. Yeah, they all must have been silent as the grave. I can't even imagine. And the tension, like like a tiger waiting to to oh, spring, on
0: prey. Yeah, yeah. You probably could have heard a pin drop.
1: And they're probably <laughs> you know? holding their breath.
0: Oh, I'm so <laughs> sure. I am so sure they were holding their breath. But yes, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. You know. That reminds me, uh, this is how crazy David's mighty men were. One of them, it says, um, he was walking through the woods, okay, and there was a lion in a pit, okay, (laughs) and he heard this lion roar, roar, you know, roaring out. Now, if I was walking in the woods and I heard a lion in a pit, I'm turning and running the the other way, right? (laughs) No, not this guy. He ran towards the pit. Not only did he run towards the pit, he jumped in the pit and killed the lion. Okay, so this is the kind of craziness that's, you know, in this cave, you know. So, but anyways, um, it was really good having this discussion with everybody. So, we really want you to kind of focus in on uh, what your. Distractions in life are... <laughs> Exhibit A. <laughs> Distraction. <laughs> Exhibit A. There's things going off in the background. I don't know if you can hear it. Sorry we have the giggles right now, guys. But we're cracking up so hard because this has been a night full of distractions. Oh. The trying, to, yeah trying to get this podcast done um for you guys so god bless you yes. we love you if you need prayer for any kind of distraction in your life please email us mm-hmm. um or get a hold of us on facebook and let us know we would love to pray for you or if there's a topic that you know you would love to hear some discussion about please don't be afraid yes. um let us know so we love you and hope you have love a great you. night have a great night bye